Tasha Caribbean. And we are the Bougetto Podcast. Woo! The Bougetto Podcast is a dialogue between two best friends taking on the challenge to break barriers, end generational stigmas, and defy gravity. We are modern-day African-American women transcending stereotypes. Y'all didn't know we knew those words, did y'all? Okay. So now it's time for the praise break of the week. And for those of you who don't know, the praise break of the week is anything that happened to you that was worth a run and a shout of praise. So Parker, what was your praise break of the week? So my praise break of the week, I know a few of you know, I may have said it before. I think Shakira said I said it before, but I am like for real, for real, officially starting the home buying process. Yes, I know. So in the next coming weeks, I will be getting, of course, like pre-approved and starting to look at homes. I've been looking at homes, but actually like taking a realtor out because I didn't want to waste her time like going out multiple places because you know I'm crazy. And then (laughs) I'm crazy and picky. Um, and then also getting um, approved for grants in Baltimore City. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Hallelujah. Another Baltimore resident. Yes, yes, another Baltimore resident. So, y'all, if you are right in the DMV area, come to Baltimore. You know, just like Suge Knight said, come to Death Row, come out to Baltimore. Okay, like if you don't want, you know, colonizers all in your streets. All in your Snapchat videos. Right. All at your brunch videos. All up on Howard <laughs> University campus talking about letting their dogs pee and poop on the yard. Come to Baltimore. Okay? Come to Baltimore. We're still, it's still neighborhoods and it's still, you know, families and black folks and culture and a little ratchet, just like we like it. Okay? So. <laughs> That's all for me today. Lift me up in prayer, saints. So, Shakira, what was your praise break of the week? So, my praise break of the week is that uh, my little sister's birthday is actually next Thursday. And I'm very excited because I'm taking her to New York. Yay! My best. Shout out to Tanisha. Yes, hey, Tanisha. First time going to New York City. And I'm very excited because I just know it's one of those trips that just is going to set her horizons and let her know that she can do and achieve anything. So if you guys have kids, if you have little yeah. brothers and sisters, cousins, take them out. Exposure is so important. Yeah, exposure. Exposure is the only way that us as black people will begin to, you know, just elevate the things that we want in life and elevate our mind beyond just what we can see. It really has to be exposed. So I'm very happy to be a part of the exposure process. And I can't wait because I know she is just going to have a fit. We're getting t-shirts made, everything. So I'm very excited. Oh, my goodness. I just love that. That's my boo. Shout out to Tanisha. Hey, girl. She's literally like my twin. She (laughs) is. She's she's sister. She's like my twin. So fabulous and fashionable and sassy. (laughs) Okay. Yes. I love it. So um, we have a wonderful, wonderful topic today, y'all. Yes. Wonderful topic. So I'm going to get right into it and just do the drum roll, please. So, hey, hallelujah. The topic for today is seek you first the kingdom of God. Oh. Come on. So, you know, we about to give y'all a word today. Thank you, God. I was walking down the street today. 
getting my praise on after one of a colleague. Well, he's an intern that works at my job um, this summer. Such a nice young man. He asked me a question. Um, we were all at happy hour sending um, on their way two of our other colleagues that are leaving um, my job. So he just happens to ask me this question, y'all. So he asked me, he's like, Parker, if you could live anywhere else in America and do anything else, what would you do? And y'all, I was sitting there really pondering. And I really was pondering. I was like, you know what? There's nowhere else that I would rather be. I'm right exactly where I need to be. Come on. Come on. And literally, there are so many people who don't have that answer. And he told me, he was like, I'm so shocked. You are the first person that has ever said that. And out of all the people that I've ever asked. And I was like, you know, I when I was living in Charlotte, I looked to move to Atlanta. I looked to move to Chicago. I thought about St. Louis. I thought about New York. I mean, I thought about everywhere, but where my heart was truly set. And it was Shakira who really was like, Parker, you need to get real about where it is that you have always loved. And it's time to come back to the DMV area or whatever. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Like, no, I moved away. It's way too expensive. How am I going to afford to live? And that's the whole purpose that I moved away. I moved to Charlotte and all this stuff or whatever. Ended up. Moving back, and it I went through a lot, y'all. Y'all heard my story about trying to get this job and moving back to this area. But, y'all, when yes. I say it was all worth it in the space of contentment that I'm in right now, it's just on a whole different level. Like, I can't even explain. So, it was amazing. I just had to shout walking through the streets after leaving Happy Hour on the way to catch the Mark train because I was just like, God... I, I know this is a blessing that I genuinely know that I am in alignment. I have yes. I, there is not a shadow of a doubt in my heart. I know that I am in the right space in the right time and open to receiving every single thing that God has for me. I know that I follow my heart and I know that God truly placed these desires into my heart for me to be here so that he could align me where he needed me to be. I know it. And it was just Mom. overwhelming to really realize it. It's like I've realized it. And multiple people have told me, like, it's something different about you. Like, what's going on? Like, it's something different. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a light on you. I've, I've felt it, but it just shifted in my mind and hit me like a ton of bricks when um, this intern asked me that question. It was just, oh, Lord. I had to get my shout on in the street. Oh, oh, thank you, God. And I've been feeling the same way. And sometimes, like, alignment is simple things. Sometimes I think it has to be these big, huge, dramatic, like, oh, my goodness, the sky is opening and cracking, and I'm going to figure this out. And it's literally simple. Like, y'all, my life has changed drastically ever since I moved to Baltimore. Yeah. 30 miles. That, yeah. That's all it took yeah. for a shift. Yep. Literally. And I just want that to be known for anyone that may be, you know, going through something or experiencing something or is trying to figure out how do I get in alignment. Like, you're really going to have to seek God and really figure it out. For me, it was moving 30 miles north. Who would have known? For some, it may be just moving out of your mama's house. For some, it may be moving and letting that roommate go and getting your own place. For some, it may be moving to LA or New York or, you know, wherever, but just know that 
you there you have to come into alignment before God can really start to release certain things and that's when you know you really are in the kingdom atmosphere for yeah, real. I agree. And it's so many people who've been talking to both Shakira and I about like how do I find my purpose? How do I, you know, I'm waiting on a spouse, I'm looking for money, I'm looking for all of these different things. They feel uncomfortable in the space that they're in. They're seeking titles. It's so many young people, and I'm saying young people like I'm not young, but y'all know I'm old, so. (laughs) So many young people that have been talking to me about, you know, the space that they want to be in, but they're constantly seeking titles. They're constantly seeking the next best thing. Never, ever focusing on what do you want your impact to be in this world when you figure that out you can move back but let me go a little further than that and that's why the title of this is seek ye first the kingdom of god because all of these things that you're looking for are treasures hidden in your relationship with god come on certain things you won't get to or you won't find you can seek all of these things you can run after a man or a woman. You could run after a job. You could run after a title. And it never you never feel satiated. You ne- the flesh is never satiated. When you're never. operating in the flesh and from a fleshly space and you're operating in, oh, I got to get this title. Oh, I got to get this. Oh, I got to get this money. Oh, I got to get this. Okay, you you may start getting those things, but you'll still feel out of whack. You'll still feel out of alignment. You'll still feel no peace. When you seek the kingdom of God first, meaning a real true relationship with him. Yes. That that is where when y'all wondering why y'all see Shakira and I walk around with this light on us, let me tell you, warring and in a war room in a closet, literally trying to figure out what God wants me to do next, that's how I've gotten here. Come on. That's how I've gotten here. A whole bunch of stuff of what he told me. None of this, I wouldn't if it was up to me, y'all. I would have just had a little rinky ding hair company <laughs> and would have been waiting on some rich man to come take me off my feet. But th- that's not, God had me to be something so much oh, greater than that. And that's not anything to against anyone who's doing that. But he had for me something totally different. And when I literally opened my eyes to see myself in a better light and to see myself in the way that he saw me, I believed in myself to go after these things. Yes, come on. Hallelujah. Go back to that. Believe in, you know, in yourself and see yourself in a a better light. All of my friends know I have made, y'all, a complete 180. And I'm not not being dramatic. Some of you are like, no, Shakira, you would never be like that. No, please. I wish some people could go back and know me. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, what I was like, from 16 to about two years ago. Yeah, yeah. And I just was not the nicest person. I wasn't necessarily happy with myself. I, you know, just was doing stuff to be doing stuff and not really knowing what, you know, my necessary purpose was or figuring things out and like Parker said, I had to go within myself and go within God. And I really developed my relationship truly with God in 2014. Yeah. I can honestly say that I always was like, you know, I'm going to be, you know, baptized. I dedicated my life and all that. But it wasn't really until 2014 where I really began to seek his kingdom. And I really began to learn about um, prophecy and prophetic and Mm -hmm. fasting and prayer and really, truly, 
getting into close proximity of him because y'all for real y'all know my platform is titled proximity but that goes for so many things the only way that you can change a problem or issue is to get close to it yep the only way to really figure out what's going on with you is to get close to who created you. Ooh, say that again. That was powerful. Come on. Oh! The only way to figure out what's going on with you is to get close to who created you. Come on now. If you got problems, if you got issues, if you got anything, you have to get close to him. Because the enemy wants to come in and condemn you. Yep. And condemnation is what will take you out of this earth. Come on. Bring shame. You all bring types shame. Of stuff. Bring you want to do drugs. All type of stuff. That is where condemning comes in. Mm. But God is where grace and mercy comes yes. in. And that's why we have to get close to him. Because I've been the person where I'm drinking heavily and drinking crazily. And having thoughts about suicide. Yep. And not wanting to yep. live anymore. And you know, all sorts of things. But I, I know that when I began to get closer to God, I began to really truly see like, okay, God, like, okay, let me ask you this. Why do I have this attitude? Why do I have this mouth? And God began to really slowly show me and peel back because you have a voice. You have something that I need you to be able to speak up on one Good day. gracious alive. And it was not until I started to get to asking him those kind of questions yep. and seeking aspects about me mm -hmm. that i started to discover that hey you know what like like what they say in the song what the enemy had for my downfall is actually for my good come on now sometimes we're just like oh i'm always saying something i'm getting trouble with my mouth no actually ask god to redirect your direction of your mouth and your words guess yeah. what i was tearing down people but i'm really supposed to be a motivational speaker come to uplift somebody you preaching <laughs> gracious alive <laughs> but those things were only found when i literally began to seek him seriously yeah for him to highlight what it is meant because everyone we always talk about has a thorn, thorn in, in their, their side. side yes and you have to really examine that thorn in your side because i most of the times it's something the enemy like for example i always struggle with being in crazy relationships or, you know, certain sexual interactions and stuff like that or whatever. But I know that God has destined me to be married and to have a wonderful and beautiful relationship. But if yes. I continue to dwell on the negative and certain things that the enemy wanted to pull me into, Ooh, come on. not realizing that my body is a temple, not realizing that literally through me, God is going to teach and reach multiple people. Through me, God is going to heal multiple people. But if I'm still consistently being in a space of lack and in a space of this is the only thing that I'm good for and this is the only thing that someone else is going to want me for not realizing that literally once I break through that to the other side that's where God can really use me at and the same thing with your mouth or whatever you know not yes. condemning yourself so much where it's like oh my God this is so messed up no God get, get me to the root of why and, and this is a thing of course if God could have you know used you know, like I said, the sexual things or whatever, and that happening from a child, the enemy, a whole lot of things that take place that are meant to tear you down for your destiny happen from your childhood. 
Because if God, if the enemy can get you when you are a child, that literally from the age of what is it, one to seven years old, yeah. is where your construct of how, how you think, think about life, life and think about yourself created. is created. So if he can manipulate or pervert something when you are a child, of course, that's how you're supposed to view yourself the rest of your life. But hey, that's why we have Jesus. Come on. That's why we have the blood of Jesus that hey. covers us. That's why we have, we can renew ourselves and become Woo! new. Renew my renew my mind we can reset we can literally break everything that the enemy told us about ourselves and set it like a bone a broken literally break the bone and set it back into its original place that God designed it to be. So yes, you may have a perverted mind. You can break that mindset and set it back to have a holy mind. Yes, you may have a messed up mouth. You can break that that bone and set it back to having a mouth that speaks life over people. And and if you realize that literally the power is all in your mind and you start, instead of seeking all of these things, and running after people and seeking these relationships, I always get so weirded out by people who is just like, you know, I'm just networking. I just got to meet this person. I just got to meet this person. I just got to meet this person. If you worked on yourself on the inside, the people would come to you. Yeah. A lot of people that we meet, we're not going out like, oh, I wonder who I'm going to meet today. Absolutely not. No. Literally, God just brings them in our pathway. Exactly. Yep. It's literally that simple. You know, so seek ye first. The kingdom of God. So how do you draw closer to God, Shakira? Yeah, so we have some tips here for you guys. Yes. You know, we never talk, preach without giving the tips. Um, so one thing for me is prayer, y'all. Mm-hmm. Prayer changes things okay i know that sounds just so Mm -hmm. cliche i don't know how to explain it It but prayer changes things and prayer helps to put you in a space of humbling to god because you're going before him yeah and you're asking him Mm -hmm. to help you yep and when we pray it really does create a pop a proper heart posture yes with God because if we don't necessarily get to that space it's very difficult for sometimes just in our own minds we have a thousand thoughts going at us or whatever and God has all sorts of ways that he's working to protect and take care but he really has to be able to hear you crying out for real he has to be able to know like oh my god my child over in Baltimore has a need something that's going on let me make my way over there and what i mean by that is and me and parker you know we always talk about this you have to open up your mouth yep open it up let the atmosphere hell hear what you are requesting yep because everyone wants to talk about the universe and the universe is coming i'm sick god made the universe yeah okay so what you need to do is open up your mouth because what you want is in a, I guess you could say, in a spiritual realm of being pulled down and brought down to you. But it only happens when you actually open up your mouth to speak on what you want. Yep. And I'm going to add to that. And then I'm going to move to next one. Because yes. I'm going to add to that. And think about, I might be getting too deep, but y'all follow me now. Okay. <laughs> 
Think about we are we were made in the image of God. God spoke into the earth Ooh, you know, and said, let there be light and light appear. Right. So we know that one of the first things that God ever did was speak light into the earth. Right. Ooh, come on. Sp- something. Hey! Spoken. He gave us authority and dominion in the earth. So a lot of people, I'm always talking about this when they wonder how is all this crazy stuff happening? God is, how is he supposed to exist? Because we have authority. We have dominion. If we want it to be better, it's up to us. us yes. That's why we have to he listen to him down. and be so, guided by him okay. because and allow the Holy Spirit to move through us to get his will done in the earth because literally right now, we have dominion and power in the earth. God is a spirit and angels are spirits. They don't have dominion. We do. He owns the earth. He has ownership, but we are renting here so we are the ones who are living and dwelling and able to cut the water on the lights on all of those different things if that makes sense so if god our father the one that we were made to be like spoke and things moved why do you think that you keeping your mouth is closed it's gonna allow anything in this atmosphere to shift and move it's not it's not you have to open up your mouth and, and opening up your mouth and asking for something. You, when anyone has to ask anyone for anything, not even God, or has to let someone know how they feel. Y'all, please believe me because I'm struggling with she that right now. Christians are like, whoo, it's hard. <laughs> so really tell people how you feel. My God, it's so difficult. But I've been able to work on that because I've been doing it with God. In my car rides or on my commutes, I'm telling God everything about how I feel and what I expect and what I'm thinking about and all these different things. And it's helping me to be able to even have it in my relationships with real people. But I say all that to say, if you keep your mouth closed, the atmosphere won't shift and you're going to stay stuck in the situation that you are in. So stop being afraid to speak out. I can't stand people will speak out negative. And we'll speak out, oh, you know, I had a bad relationship last night, so I guess I'm just never going to have a husband. There's no hope for me. I just never, I guess I'm never going to get a job. It's just no hope for me. That's what the atmosphere is shifting to. And you over here trying to save yourself based on expectations. When I was sitting on here speaking about this job, I was going to look real crazy if I never got a job. But guess what? God said, you've been speaking that thing out. You've been speaking it out over the airwaves. That thing must happen. Okay. You've been speaking it out, praying on it, talking about it, speaking on it as if it is. They just waiting to call you. And that's exactly what happens. Okay. That's that's the one thing. Next thing y'all we have is fasting. Y'all. Fasting is so important. And there are a lot of people who, oh, I fast social media. Oh, I fast secular music. Those things are great too. But it is something when you get down to the molecular level of fasting from food. When you fast from food, and I want to place importance on this because I I think a lot of people do give up things and stuff like that or whatever. But I want to place from the basics. Food is Mm -hmm. the basics um, and what's discussed in the Bible. When you fast from food, when you... Uh, take away something that is a necessity to your body you heighten your spirit on a whole different level food is a necessity for you to be able to live and Mm -hmm. when you kill that appetite your spiritual appetite is increased exponentially so the first day you may the first time you try it you may feel oh my god devastatingly hungry like i can't even think about nothing else but food 
But that next time around, you come around and try it. That next time you come around and try, it, I kid you not. Every time I fast, yeah. I have an unbelievable breakthrough. Yeah, me around. too, me too, girl. Yes, and it, it's become a lifestyle for both of us. So I fast, and um, I don't mind telling people. I know they're like, oh, you know, you shouldn't do it for the. No, I'm not doing it for the glory of anyone. But I want someone to take away from this for them to be able to know it's possible and you can do it in your own life. But I fast every Monday. And then also, I'm just adding in Wednesdays for my house. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So, I fast every Monday. It is a wonderful thing. It starts the week out in a space that is just amazing. It brings focus. It brings clarity. It brings you to a place of, like, centeredness. It just starts your week off in a whole different way. And that's a place where if you need a breakthrough... If you need a word, if you need something to shift, rejuvenation, renewal, fasting is the thing to do along with prayer. And you also can add in fasting, social media, fasting, you know, from a specific food or something, not necessarily food altogether or people. Yep. I said it. People. Every season. That's my favorite. favorite. I fast from people. Sure do. Sure do. Every season, when it's about to change to another season, so I just finished when it changed from, um, yeah, spring to summer. Yeah. I was fasting people, so I send out a little text to all my close family and friends. Hey, y'all, I'm going off the grid for a couple of days. I will see you when I get back. And I normally do try to do at least three days. Sometimes I try to do four. It never really makes it to four anymore. I used to do a week, y'all. But, you know, folks you know, be acting like they need me too much. So I only can do three days, four days at the max. So yeah, fasting is great. Yes, I agree. Fasting is excellent. And for me, I fast, I raise and fast every day till three. Yeah. That's what I do. And I, I do, I have to do better with setting my intentions for the day, but also Ooh. with setting your intention for the fast, we also know that the Holy Spirit does know what you need. Mm-hmm. Like some days, I'm like, "Dang, Holy Spirit, on the chain today, what's yeah. going on?" Like, just something that I've been thinking about or even wanted just mm-hmm. coming to my presence. So I'm like, "Okay, God, you, you heard me. You heard my cry. You know exactly what I need." So make sure when you are fast that you are setting your intentions. Love it. One thing to add. Another thing, y'all, this is major, major key alert, okay? Major key. DJ Callum voice. <laughs> Forgiveness of self and God. Now, mm. some of y'all probably like, mm, <laughs> that one. Number one, we have to forgive ourselves, y'all. We all make mistakes. Yeah. We've all made not the greatest of decisions. But guess what? You still here. You still living. You have breath in your body. That yeah. mean, guess what? You still got purpose, and you need to still keep trucking on and get it back right. Yeah. Just because you made a bad decision, a wrong mistake, went left when they told you to go right, whatever it is, please forgive yourself. We cannot remain, like we said, in a space of condemnation. Mm-hmm. Condemnation brings shame. It brings embarrassment, and it brings a space that you're just not healthy and when you're yeah. in a space of shame you take offense to everything someone that someone's genuinely trying to help you it mm-hmm. won't help you you mm-hmm. won't be able to receive anything that someone is trying to increase in your life yep. as well as shame brings like oh well 
you know, I'm already doing bad, so let me continue. That ain't what God wants. That's the truth. He didn't yeah. tell you just to sit up here and still do bad. Guess what? I'm in a whole lot of debt, but God didn't sit up here and be like, oh, go get 10 more credit cards. Yep, yep. But that's what a lot mm-hmm. of us do. We'll mm-hmm. be in that space where it's like, oh, well, you know, I already had a baby. Let me have five more. Now, he didn't tell you that, sis. He didn't tell you that. Mm-mm. He didn't tell you that. Or a man, well, you know, I lost my job, so let me go be a drug dealer. Oh, now, you know you done took it too far. Exactly. <laughs> no. We are not doing that. Yeah. Y'all, we got to get to the space where we are forgiving ourselves. And when we forgive ourselves, we actually liberate ourselves. And guess what? The enemy can't hold it over you no more. Ooh, come on. When you have forgiven yourself, he can't hold anything over you anymore. Guess what? I had to forgive myself for the way I've talked to people, for the way I've even looked at myself, for the abuse that I've done to myself mentally to my own body feeling some kind of way even down to like sometimes when i think about some of the food out of the eight like why would i sit up here and eat all of this like i have to get to a point where i'm like forgiving myself and knowing that hey guess what every second is a new hour don't yeah. let nobody tell you that you can't start over yeah you can sit up there and eat two McDonald's cheeseburgers in, in an hour and be like, I'm not eating McDonald's no more. You yeah, have the and right. It's that simple. You have the right to do that. Mm-hmm. So if your mama, your daddy, your grandma, whoever, if somebody's telling you, oh, you just saying that, you ain't going to change. You you just ate a McDonald's cheeseburger yesterday. You got doggone right. I sure did. And today, I'm not eating one again. And it can be really that and simple. And it's that simple. Mm-hmm. Period. You don't have to explain none of that if to you nobody. Believe. If you mm-hmm. believe, yes. Also, y'all, forgiveness of God, okay? And this one is a little tricky because I know some people are like, you shouldn't be having no problems, no beasts or nothing. I done had some beasts with God, okay? And sure God, no. Yeah. I, I, I've been, fucking know how I be talking. I'm mm-hmm. like, God, right, I don't know what you're doing. But <laughs> this ain't what we talked about. I don't know what this is, so... You got to do some explaining <laughs> for real. <laughs> and that's just my personal relationship, though, that I have with him. But really, forgive God. And what I mean by that, this mainly is from a space of gone too soon. Sometimes a lot of us experience death early, mm-hmm. and we never get a chance to understand or can't grasp it all or mm-hmm. can't understand it. It's very difficult because some yeah. people are like, God don't make no mistake. And it's like, how you gonna say God don't make my brother gone? Yeah. My sister gone, my grandma gone. The only person I ever loved is mm-hmm. gone or whatnot. And it's very about to make me cry. It's very difficult sometimes. Um and mm-hmm. it can really create a wedge yeah. in a relation in the relationship yeah. between you and God yeah. when you don't move into a space of forgiveness and really true like we said when you seek the kingdom of god you really can seek even the depths and the deepness of death and you really can understand demons and principalities and we don't wrestle with flesh and blood but we literally wrestle with things that are in a whole nother realm that are really working every day to take you out literally something the enemy he was already defeated He's defeated. Period. So guess what? He still is trying to create things like poverty, gun violence, um, drugs, alcohol. All of those things have been created in order to stop you and your mission. Ooh, come on. I don't know who I'm Ooh, talking to. You these things were created in order to stop. It's not about necessarily that God is really like, oh, I need this person. I need this. But at the end of the day, 
like Parker said, we have to govern ourselves. We literally are the only Jesus that people will see. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult when the enemy is working hard. So guess what? You got to get up and work 10 times harder. Come on. You got to get up and be praying. Yep. At six o'clock in the morning, yep. praying at your desk when somebody that yep. made you mad or yep. upset, like we have to outwork him for real. It is really a game of that because they working. Okay. Oh, yeah. We see it. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. We yep. see it in what's happening right now in America. Yep. They working hard. Over and I'm not necessarily calling nobody in particular a demon, devil or whatever, but I know what a principality oh, and yeah. a power look like mm-hmm. and creating things that don't need to be created so for us that have that light we have to get up every day and shine it and that really does start with forgiveness get forgiveness of yourself and forgiveness uh towards god like just letting it go and being like god you know what i don't know what the situation was i don't know why you know you took this person or this happened and parker talked about because she's experienced a lot more death than i have but you have to know that you still have to keep going and keep fighting for that person in particular that yeah. didn't quite make it yeah. to the finish. Ooh, child. That was good. That was good. I'm over here getting teary-eyed myself thinking about it because it's a process that I've definitely had to go through with forgiving God for certain people that have passed on. I think realizing this ideology that we're speaking about now and learning about the kingdom of God and learning about God's desires for the earth. He really truly desired for a perfect earth. And I think I don't know why I'm about to cry. I'm sorry. But for all the people, sorry y'all, who've lost someone, God grieves just like you do. He's grieved mm-hmm. over all the things that are taking place in this earth. This is not what he designed for the world to be. This is not what he designed for it to be. So many of the wicked and evil things that have taken place, this is not what he designed for it to be. He did not design for children to be molested and touched on. He did not design for people to be taken out of this earth before their time. He did not design for disease and sickness. He didn't. These are things and evil, wicked things that have taken over the earth. He did not design for those things. But the great thing is that even in spite of all of those things that he still can come through and permeate our hearts that he still can come through and speak a word through me to somebody that's experiencing something and he's letting them know i heard that prayer that you said but you know whose obedience that depends on it don't depend on god's obedience god is letting the word out it depends on mine to center myself to be able to hear from him to focus to give this person a word and then i have to decide to actually do it That is the power of choice. And that's something that we've always had from day one. So anyone who is listening to this, you have now choice. Come on. You don't have to just wait on, oh, well, I guess I'll wait till I get to heaven. Or, oh, I guess, you know, that's just how life is. No. Whatever the Holy Spirit is churning on the inside of you, you can change right now in this instant if you believe. And I know that sounds crazy, just like you said earlier, Shakira, but it genuinely is the truth. And it creates a space of forgiveness for God. And it's just like, God, you know, almost moving to a space of apology. I I apologize that I have participated in the world. 
I apologize that I have participated in a system that has consistently torn down your people since the beginning of time. But those days are over. I am now literally operating in salt and light. And that is what I will continue to operate on until I let God know that I'm ready to go. So I, I'm like, oh, scared. You really hit the nail on the head because it is a difficult thing to forgive God for things that have happened. But really mm-hmm. coming to the realization that God is not to blame. The the earth is to blame and the systems and principalities of this world are yeah. to blame. But guess what? Even still, yet and still, if that person had a relationship with God, they're on the other side. That's that's a glorious thing to really think about. I genuinely, truly believe that there is heaven waiting for us. I believe that viscerally. When I was growing up and I was a child, growing up in church, I wrestled with it. I didn't necessarily believe what really does happen to people. Oh, I know without a shadow of a doubt now. I believe. I believe because I know um, the heaven that God has brought to me on this earth. So I can only imagine what's waiting for me later on. Hey. Come on, somebody. And that moves me to my next point of that's so important. This is the most important thing that we're going to talk about this whole time. If you want to find the journey to really you, finding the journey to you and God is literally going to set the trajectory of your whole entire life. If you want to get there, you have to learn the way that God speaks to you. So for some people... It literally is audible. They can literally hear a voice. For some people, it's an unction. It's that feeling in their stomach. Ron Carpenter, our faith, you yep. know, he always talks about the Holy Spirit flows from your inner being. And the, the uh, Hebrew definition for that, for inner being, actually meant bowel. So your stomach, literally, your gut feeling. Your gut feeling can be a way that God talks to you. He can speak to you um, through feelings. He can speak to you, you know, through another person. So however you feel that you hear from God, getting time to yourself and really getting in a quiet space and really, really, really figuring out. Even ask God. I know I used to ask God, how do you speak to me? Show me how you speak to me. Hear from God in a godly way. Yes. Through prophecy, not through psychics. Thank you. And there tarot is a cards. There is a major and these difference. Afro witches. Sorry to get off topic. No, I'm glad but you I put that out there. Make it very clear because that's something that's becoming real popular right now. Let's be very clear. Anything that God meant for good, there is always a perversion. Psychics, yes. that's a perversion. Those tarot cards, that's a perversion. Why would you need to go to somebody else when you could literally hear it for yourself or a or a prophet from God was sent to you? You get what I'm saying? You don't have to sit up here and go out and try to once again when you seeking an answer and you seeking something, oh the enemy gonna give you something right back. Okay? He gonna yeah. give you something right back. So seek he it can from move the a tarot card too. He thank you. Yep, yes he can. And and, and, and can a give a move a spirit can give a word to all of those different things and it may be accurate doesn't necessarily mean that it's from God so have a discerning spirit from that but literally when they say that God's voice is a small still voice that is so true you won't be able to hear God's voice over the clutter of your life if your life is cluttered if it's chaotic if you have a lot going on and you can't even quiet the thoughts in your mind, you're going to have a real difficult time hearing from God in the beginning when you're trying to learn what pace he speaks to you, what, you know, signs he may send you, all of those different things. So really finding a place where you can quiet not only your life, but quiet your mind and different things like that. Clean up. 
your space. Cleanliness. Make sure your space is clean. It smells good. Also, around water. I know that was one place that um, a mentor of mine told me that God really flows. And I really do believe that. I used to take baths all the time and just pray. And I would, like, feel God's presence on a whole different way. But that goes to, you know, baptism and things of that nature or whatever. So, you know, however you feel that you hear from God, um, really tap into trying to figure that out. It's important because it's going to guide you throughout the rest of your life. I mean, God talks to me about even some of the small things like this morning, what lane to get in. And it ended up saving me from missing the train. I kid you not. Something so small, but literally I seek him in every, all things. There's nothing too small, nothing too big that I'm not going to seek him for or be seeking his guidance for because it literally has saved my life. It literally has guided me to where I am right now to where I could answer that young intern's question saying that I know I'm in the right space. Come on. Y'all, I'm grateful. I am too. I'm grateful. grateful, and I just know that we in the right space. Come on. At the right time. Come on. Thank and I you. pray that y'all received it. Hallelujah. And I'm just leaving a blessing on y'all that literally there are some people listening to this podcast right now that are about to receive divine destiny. They are about to figure out their divine purpose, what God literally has placed this on, placed them on this earth to do. They are about to find that after listening to this. I I let that loose. Some people are about to move. Some people are about to get new jobs. Some people are about to meet their spouses. Some people are about to um, finally have a baby and they've been waiting on having a baby with their spouse. Yeah, some people are about to have financial breakthroughs. Some people are about to become millionaires. Some people are about to be broke. Because they about to go through a season that's going to build their character for when it is time for them to become a millionaire. Because that's also in the story. Please believe it. Believe that character building is in the story. But y'all going to seek God and be filled and be content no matter what space you're in. So I'm excited. Yay. Yes, 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 yes. All right, y'all. So it's time that we wrap this thing on up. Wrap it on out. Flip your hair, bow your head, and close your eyes. God, I thank you for making me bougie and ghetto. I thank you for making me so cold that I could rock Jordans or stilettos. I thank you for my haters, motivators, and duplicators. I thank you for my friends, family, and my enemies. God, I thank you for the way you uniquely made me. We want more money and no problems, more love and no drama. Help us to always remain ten toes down. And as queens, we can never let anyone take our crown. And in Jesus' name, amen.